welcome to the EQFit podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. So we're continuing our focus on assessments of all different shapes and sizes. And today I want to take a little bit different approach. We're going to talk about the secret to soft skills and developing soft skills. So when you think of soft skills, what comes to mind? You know, I used to hate that term soft skills, because so many people would devalue soft skills due just to the word soft that's in that term. Then I realized that the reason people discounted soft skills is because they don't understand them and they don't understand the massive impact that soft skills have on success, satisfaction, relationships, trust, and so many other critical elements in our life and in our work. So to better define soft skills, I'm going to read you a list of soft skills. Now this is a lengthy list, so hang in there. I'm going to walk you through the different soft skills. They fall in specific categories. But I think when you start to hear what the different soft skills are, it'll start to make a lot of sense. If you think of hard skills, so going to school, becoming an engineer, doing the things that engineers do on a technical side, those are hard skills. But leading, managing, communicating, those are soft skills. Well, let's drill down further and look at all of the different soft skills. And this is not a complete list. I'm sure there are more, but over the last 35 years, I've been looking at how soft skills impact success. So let me read you these, starting with soft skills in the category of thinking, decision-making, critical thinking, abstract thinking, problem-solving, Curiosity, mindset, which means you seek with curiosity, not judgment. Consequential thinking, it's like running what-if scenarios and the consequences and making decisions that way. And strategic thinking. So right there in just the category of thinking, there are a lot of very important soft skills. So let's move to the next category, relationships. There's teamwork. There's connecting with others. There's collaborating with others. There's relationship building. And there's empathy. The next category is interpersonal communication. Crucial conversations, or what some people call vital conversations. Conflict resolution giving and receiving feedback, communicating with different personalities. And that last one, 
communicating with different personalities is probably most of the communication that we're going to have. And some of the previous ones, crucial conversations, conflict resolution, giving and receiving feedback, those are more specialized types of communication. Now that's just three categories so far. Here's the next one, leadership. And this is the longest list in one category. Trust building, influence, innovation, coaching, team building, active listening, delegation, business storytelling, alignment, setting direction, and vision casting. All of those are soft skills. Those are not hard skills. The last category we'll talk about is professionalism. Did you think of professionalism as a soft skill? Let me read you the list under that category. Positive attitude, good work ethic, personal ownership of role and responsibility, presence, meaning showing up in a professional manner, and internal motivation. Okay, I know that's a large list. The reason I share it is to bring to light the reality of how many different soft skills there really are. If you look at all those, you can see how important they are to somebody's success in living a good life and achieving what they desire. So let's think about each of those soft skills and the different categories. What do you see or what do you think might be common ground in the various soft skills? So let me go over, I'm just going to go over the categories. Thinking, relationships, interpersonal communication, leadership, and professionalism. What do you think might be common between those different categories? If you look at them, it really speaks to a way of using your brain to get the best results. So what does that look like? Well, there's three primary categories. It's self-awareness, self-management, and self-direction. And if you've listened to any of these episodes, you know that those are the three primary categories of emotional intelligence, or what others call EQ. EQ, or emotional intelligence, competencies and skills, are the foundation of the vast majority of the soft skills that we just talked about. And I think as we look at that, self-awareness, self-management, self-direction, you can see how those would come into play in all of those different soft skills. Let me break those down even further. Self-awareness. 
the ability to understand your emotions and the emotions of others, recognizing patterns in yourself and other people, be aware of how you're showing up for other people and the impact that it's having on them. And how do emotions impact your thinking processes? How does the emotional environment that you're operating in impact relationships? How are you reacting when you're triggered? Or are you doing the better thing, which is responding? That's just self-awareness. What about self-management? Navigating emotions, being internally motivated, practicing optimism, applying consequential thinking. Those are the four competencies of emotional intelligence under self-management. So let's take that a little bit further. The more that these are developed, the better your self-management skills will be and the fewer breakdowns that you're going to have. What's a breakdown? It's when you react in ways that are not ideal. They're not what you'd really prefer to do. You're not being as intentional. That's what I consider to be a breakdown. When do those usually happen? On a normal day where there isn't a lot of stress or pressure, probably not on those days, but maybe, but definitely under pressure and stress, it's easy to have more breakdowns. And then you got to go back and repair the bridges that got burned and, and heal the relationships and try to figure out how to make things right. So there's, there's a lot of waste and a lot of cycling that happens when our self-management skills are not well-developed and or well-utilized. So the, what's the last one? It's self-direction. So how does this come into play when we talk about soft skills? Well, there's practicing empathy and having a clear overarching purpose for your life that you hold your decisions up to. And that purpose generally comes out of your beliefs and your values. And you can see how those two things, practicing empathy and having a clear purpose, it's going to impact all of those soft skills, every single one of them. How you think, how you relate to others, how you communicate with others, how you lead other people, the way that you show up, your professionalism. Self-direction is a big deal when it comes to professionalism and leading other people. This is how EQ is used to build soft skills. Okay, but we haven't talked about assessments yet, have we? Well, now we're going to focus on the assessments. And specifically, if EQ, emotional intelligence, if that is the foundation for building all of those soft skills and growing them, developing them to really create a success pathway for yourself, for other people, there's 
got to be a way to measure EQ that will be helpful because how do you know where to go if you don't know where you are right now? I think that makes a lot of sense. The place we start is by assessing your EQ. Numerous studies have shown a direct correlation between high EQ scores and high success. And I'm looking at a graph right now that shows that. And it's just a trajectory that the lower the EQ score, the lower the overall success. But the higher the EQ score becomes, the higher the success level is reached. And that's critical. That's a direct correlation. It it directly impacts not just success, but satisfaction. And these are key insights into what makes for highly successful outcomes in life and in work. Let me share a story with you. I was talking to somebody recently who originally didn't think EQ was a big deal. The minute they heard the word emotion in emotional intelligence, they kind of shut down. Four years later, and with coaching and training and ongoing assessments to track progress and and leadership development and all the things that I do with clients, four years later, they are absolutely thriving. And not just successful, but their clients love working with them. Their their success in, in their revenue stream is fantastic. And they have become mature leaders who really make a difference. And not just mature in one or two areas, but a holistic maturity that really brings uh, a leader that is equipped to deal with just about any situation. And that's exciting for me to be a part of that. And it started with first understanding each other's personality by using a DISC assessment and me working with them on that. And then we added the EQ, the emotional intelligence. And those competencies speak to how well we can work with other people, relate to other people, communicate, how well we can navigate our emotions so we can think clearly. It's all those soft skills I was talking about earlier. So there are a few good EQ assessments out there. Caution. Don't be fooled by someone claiming that they have EQ included in their personality assessment. They are not the same things. They are two very different things. So if somebody says, oh yeah, our personality assessment, it includes EQ measures and all of that in it. No, it's a secondary thought. It's an afterthought. It is not a focus on emotional intelligence. So don't be fooled. Get a good emotional intelligence assessment. A true EQ assessment measures critical competencies that are based in neuroscience around how our emotions work with the rest of our brain. Emotions are simply neurotransmitters. It's neurobiology going on every day in us. 
It is a balance of the rational side of our brain and the emotional side. It is a lot of different moving parts, but in almost like a, a symphony where the orchestra comes and plays and, and different sections provide different input to the output or the outcome. That's the beauty of the way our brains are put together. So when you think about what kind of assessment should I use to measure EQ, because it's critical to soft skill development, well, let me, let me say it this way. You would not try to check your blood pressure by taking your temperature. You need the right tool for the right purposes. Now, we use something called the SEI, S-E-I-L-T-C. So that's the six seconds emotional intelligence assessment. That's the say part. But the second part is leading through change. So it's got all kinds of measures related to the different competencies of emotional intelligence. But it also has a measure of change readiness. How change embracing is someone right now? And you know what the beauty of EQ assessments is? I think of it as a window in time, you know, about a 60 to 90 day window in time. It's why I redo EQ assessments for many of my clients one, two, three times a year. We might do it over again because it is a real time measure and you can't get better measure than that. Personality is going to be very similar in many ways, won't change a lot in one year. IQ isn't going to change very much throughout your life, but EQ is, and it's important that we focus on that for a variety of reasons. Let me give you a sense of what you can get out of an EQ assessment. Number one, there are many different measures coming out of that. There are custom tools through six seconds that we utilize all the time. There's a motivation assessment, there's an influence assessment, there's a trust assessment, there's a resilience assessment, there are brain profiles, how does your brain process information, what are your top brain talents, the the way your brain works and likes to work. I mean, you think about that kind of insight, that's absolutely amazing. So I'm, again, I'm looking at a graph of the a couple of things that you'll see in the EQ assessment that we use. And the outcome measures are what we call success factors, are things like decision-making, influence, community, network, satisfaction, achievement, health, and balance. Those are important outcomes to know where somebody is right now. So you can help them, you can support them. Maybe that's you. Maybe you need to know where that is right now. And at the top of those success factors is that measure of change readiness. Are you ready for change? Because it's okay if you're not, but it is really hard to take advantage of opportunity or to innovate when you're not change ready. Because growth doesn't happen without change. I mean, that that's just common sense. Now, the second graph in this report 
shows us the different EQ competencies. And there's a group of competencies in self-awareness. There's a larger group in self-management. And there's another group of competencies in self-direction. All of this can be seen through these EQ assessments. Let's talk more about why you, your team, your organization, your family, whoever it is, should take an EQ assessment. Well, as I stated before, EQ is something that is foundational to success and satisfaction in life and building all of those different soft skills. EQ is also the easiest skill set to learn and then to grow. Far easier than anything else. Personality, IQ, any of that. Here's something else. EQ measures are two to four times more predictive of success than IQ. We used to think IQ was it. If you had a high IQ, you had it made. There's a great story about a CEO of a technical organization. And at one point, all they would do is hire Ivy League MBAs. And I'm not poking at the Ivy League schools. They're fantastic. But all they did for a period of time was hire Ivy League MBAs. High IQs, incredibly smart. And his comment after a few years of doing that was, you know what we realized? We have a bunch of really intelligent jerks. His words, not mine, okay? Well, why? Because the EQ was low. You can be incredibly smart. Have you ever known somebody like that? They're incredibly smart, incredibly intelligent from a, a IQ perspective, but not so good on a human dynamic perspective. So everything starts with assessing. Assessments, especially EQ assessments, provide insights you cannot get anywhere else. And there are some good ones out there. These insights are the most predictive of success and the most helpful in growing soft skills that lead to even greater success and satisfaction in both life and work. And I recommend you check out many other episodes that we have. You can go deeper in any direction that you want to go there. The link between EQ and how strong someone's EQ is and how good their soft skills are is undeniable. There is a direct correlation between those two. If you want to enhance your leadership, your influence, your success, your satisfaction in life, then EQ competency growth is the place to start. But you can't start doing that until you measure it and know where you need to focus. And good EQ assessments 
will provide a developmental pathway, a growth pathway for you. And that's key. So if you're checking out EQ assessments, ask for a sample report. Or many times that you can download it from a website. But definitely take a look at the assessment, yes, but what is the path forward? And it is why we chose the assessment company we chose, Six Seconds. They didn't stop at just assessment data and a few pages of, oh, you ought to do this or you ought to do that or think about this, think about that. There's an entire body of material and resources and support that takes you on a journey. Let's talk about that. Think of this as a journey. Once you start down this path, this EQ journey, the benefits just keep coming and then they multiply. The more that you engage with it, the more benefits you're going to get out of it. Enjoy the journey. The journey is well worth it. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at eqfit.org.